Welcome to Epoch Audio. For the text version of this and more articles providing truth, tradition, and hope, please go to theepochtimes.com. Creeping Authoritarianism in Canada. Journalist shares cautionary tale with U.S. House Committee. Written by Andrew Chun. A Canada-based journalist has shared a cautionary tale with a U.S. House subcommittee, highlighting a creeping authoritarianism within the Canadian government that she says is eroding free speech and individual liberty in the country. Rupa Subramanya, a journalist with the Free Press, was testifying on November 30 before the Select Subcommittee on the Weaponization of the Federal Government. She began by asking the audience to imagine her as a time traveler in a time when citizens, in the name of the common good and social justice, face unjust penalties for supporting political views that differ from those of the government. Of course, I'm not a real time traveler. I just live in Canada, she said. Americans, and perhaps those in this chamber, surely think Canadians are too nice, were too polite to embrace the sort of proto authoritarianism, but it's more accurate to say that our niceness made us susceptible to the new authoritarianism undermining the foundations of our liberal democracy. To illustrate her assertion of creeping authoritarianism in Canada, Ms. Subramanya told of three incidents that she said showed its harms inflicted on Canadian citizens. She attributed them to the Liberal government's promotion of the Diversity, Equity and Inclusion, DEI, ideology, recent adoption of the Online News Act, and suppression of Freedom Convoy protesters. Ms. Subramanya asked the U.S. subcommittee to draw lessons from Canada and proactively safeguard America's own liberties. I came here today not simply to warn you about what lies ahead, but to plead with you to do something about it, she said. Now is not the time to be polite. Now is the time to defend loudly the liberties and rights that have given us the greatest freedoms in human history. Across the world right now, governments in the name of the good are considering or adopting measures like we have in Canada. A Less Just Society the first incident Ms. Subramanya noted was the humiliation and subsequent suicide of Toronto High School principal Richard Bilkstow, at first reported by the Free Press during an April 2021 DEI training session. Mr. Bilkstow challenged the diversity trainer's assertion that Canada, despite its laws, is a bastion of white supremacy and colonialism. In an audio recording, the consultant was heard repeatedly referring to Mr. Bilkstow's whiteness and reacting harshly by telling the class that your job in this work as white people is to believe, not to question claims of racism. Suffering from mental distress as a result of the DEI training, Mr. Bilkstow ended his life in July this year. Mr. Bilkstow's death prompted Ontario Education Minister Stephen Lecce to order a review of the case and to commit to examining options to reform professional training and strengthen accountability on school boards so that this never happens again. Before his death on July 13, Mr. Bilkstow, aged 60, had filed a lawsuit against the Toronto District School Board, his employer for 24 years. 
he had also submitted a mental stress injury claim to the Workplace Safety and Insurance Board, WSIB, in May 2021. The WSIB ruled in Mr. Bilkstow's favour and, in a letter in August 2021, described the DEI training as the cause of his severe mental distress and characterised the trainer's behaviour as abusive, egregious and vexatious. The principal's crime besides being white and male, was that he objected to the consultant's assertion that Canada is a less just society than America, Ms. Subramania told the U.S. subcommittee on November 30. Ms. Subramania's second story revolved around the impact of the Canadian federal government's Online News Act, previously known as Bill C-18, before becoming law in June. The legislation mandates that major tech companies such as Google and Meta pay news publishers for Canadian news content that appears on their platforms if that content contributes to revenues. In response, these tech giants had decided to block Canadian news from their platforms. The journalists said that the repercussions of the Online News Act have hit hard independent journalists like Christopher Curtis. Mr. Curtis A 38-year-old entrepreneur and journalist in Montreal runs an independent digital newsletter called The Rover. Being independent, unlike government-funded media outlets, The Rover faces hindrances under the law, which prevents it from reaching new subscribers and growing its subscriber base on platforms like Facebook or Instagram. Ms. Supermania also highlighted the impact of the Liberal government's stringent COVID-19 policies on Canadians, including Danny Bulford, a former RCMP officer. Mr. Bulford resigned from the force in 2021 because he did not want to receive COVID-19 vaccination. In early 2022, he joined the Freedom Convoy protesters in Ottawa in opposing the vaccine mandates. Then, after Prime Minister Justin Trudeau invoked the Emergencies Act and declared a state of emergency in February 2022, both Mr. Bulford and his wife found their bank accounts frozen. Ms. Subramanya emphasized the profound impact of what she described as the debanking practice on Mr. Bulford, who she said had expressed the distressing sentiment of, quote, not believing in the country I've spent my career serving. He also described a pervasive feeling of, quote, being watched, torn apart, made to feel like a much-hated other in our own country. She said Canada was once a bastion of free expression, but now not so much. Ms. Subramanya drew a parallel between the government's curbing of the freedom of expression for Canadians and journalists holding views opposite from those of the government and the widespread pro-Palestine demonstrations observed across the country in the aftermath of the October attack on Israel by the terrorist group Hamas. Consider that at the same time the government and its corporate allies are curbing the free expression of truckers and journalists. The government is defending the rights of pro-Palestinian demonstrators, many of whom engage in what can only be called anti-Semitism, she said. Thanks for listening to Epoch Audio. That was Creeping Authoritarianism in Canada, Journalist Shares Cautionary Tale with U.S. House Committee, written by Andrew Chun, read by Susan Williams. For more Epoch Times articles in text, please visit theepochtimes.com. Thank you.
This is the Epoch Times.